happen upon it somewhere. It's really maybe. good. It's so yeah. funny. It's a, it's a really great movie. Welcome to Dunstan Checksman, <laughs> the only podcast breaking down the 1996 ape film minute by minute and pairing each of those minutes with another feature film. I'm Lord Andrew. I'm Emily Monkey Town, and we have with us today a very special guest. Oranga Cheryl Jones. Oh, oh, I like that a lot. Wow. I was going to go with Oranga CJ, but then I thought, no, I got to say my whole name. And so, yeah. Yeah. There it goes. That's very good. Uh, We are going to be talking about minute 40 40. of Dunstan Checks In. As Judd Apatow would say, this is 40. Very good. (laughs) What if Cheryl, so Cheryl, uh, you, you did choose to pair this minute with Mouse Hunt. Yes, I did. Uh, what if Cheryl had chosen This Is 40? Would that have been okay with us? I, that would have been funny to me, yeah. If I had, <laughs> if I, if that possibly, if that connection possibly ever would have happened in my brain, maybe I would have, but that in a million years, that wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. I've never seen This Is 40. I've also never seen it. I'm well past 40, so. <laughs> have I, have I seen late. This Is 40? I honestly don't recall. I'm gonna wait until my 40th birthday, if I make it. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll make but it. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know if the planner will make it. <laughs> All right, that's a Valid point. <laughs> yeesh, yeesh. Um, at midnight, I'm going to watch this as forty. Okay, great. There you go. Perfect. Um, but Cheryl, uh, because you have chosen Mouse Hunt to pair with this minute, we're going to talk about the minute, and then whenever you feel the strongest connection between the minute and Mouse Hunt, you just break right in and say, "Let's talk about Mouse Hunt." Okay. How's that sound? That sounds good. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, minute forty. Cheryl. Yeah. Had you seen Dunstan Checks oh, In before go. this podcast? No. And have you seen is, it now? No. Good. Good <laughs> for you. This is all I have seen of it. This is all I will ever see of it. Who was, who was the one guest that watched the movie for the podcast and I felt so bad? Oh, why would you do that? JPG, that? I thought. Oh, did JPG watch I it? I thought so. Wow, he's no, very was, thorough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, it was someone else. It was someone that like we didn't know personally. It was one of the other Minute by Minute podcast people. Oh, God. Well, then I feel bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you'd think that. they know how it works. Why would they do that? Yeah. Well, we tell everyone you don't need to watch the movie you yeah. just watch the minute we tell them you need to barely watch the minute I beg, I to- beg them not to watch <laughs> the movie if you told me I needed to watch the movie I would not have been on the show <laughs> <laughs> and I respect that <laughs> Uh, that's that's wise. That's correct. <laughs> Cheryl, do you have any memories of this movie when it came out? I have literally never it seen never- this movie. I have no memory. <laughs> I know that it exists. Okay. Like when you guys first started talking about it. Yeah. Then, Were you like aware? Of, do you remember being aware of it when it came out at all, or, or it just completely I, passed you by? I I kind have? of do. Uh, I mean, how can you not be aware of a movie with a monkey in it when it comes out? Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, but, I feel like in the know, '90s that's easy because I feel like there was a lot of a lot of ape <laughs> films. Were, actually, back then. I think you're right. <laughs> even uh, even but, gorillas. But having been a, a fan back in what was it? Must have been the '70s of the every which way you can, every sure. which way but loose. Okay, it's a there's an orangutan movie. Yeah. Interesting. Take a quick look. Nope. Okay. Yeah. Moving on. I wish we had had your foresight. Yeah. When you guys, Cheryl. when you started this, I was like, I don't know why you would ever do this to yourselves. Because we're idiots. Because <laughs> <laughs> we are dumb people. But you know what? Let's be straight. That makes for good podcasting. So, you know. Our suffering, hopefully, is someone else's pleasure. Yeah. Hopefully, yes. I I hope they take just one episode of this podcast and put it on the next space rocket that's going to be the, instead of a record. I think they should. Just an episode of this. Yeah. And then hopefully life out there will listen and And understand. And never, ever come here. Yeah. Yeah, No to avoid this planet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> not only did people make this bad movie, other people decided to do a podcast. Yes. That's what Earth is. Breaking it down. Earthlings are just ridiculous. That's not good. And they, didn't, they didn't just lock themselves in a room and do it. They invited friends. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they, sometimes and their strangers. Friends, and those people showed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. Uh, so this this minute picks up, you know, the the action was was starting at the end of the last minute. Dunstan is dropping some spools of wire or something down yeah. some steps. Some, I don't know. Some, some nondescript spools. Yeah, down down towards uh, Lord some Rutledge, which does, which does instantly make me think of my son. There are like three things in this minute that can, went very we can, mouse we can dive into to me. Mouse on right ass now. Yeah. If you okay. Want. Okay, so the the spools, I, I don't know if anybody's seen Mouse Hunt. Well, I'll tell um, you, just to give my position, I was a huge fan of the film Mouse Hunt as a child. Excellent. I had not watched it since then, but I was excited to rewatch it, and I'm, I'm proud to announce it holds up in my opinion. Oh, good, I, that's great. Yeah. I had watched it in my childhood, and it scared me. It scared you, <laughs> really? There's one scene in particular that I was... Allow I me to apologize. scared of. Allow me to apologize for that since I did work you, on the was, movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, full disclosure. Yeah. That's why you're, it was top of mind for me. It you're was, credited as visual effects coordinator. I am, yes. That's, that's actually what I did. Very enough. exciting. <laughs> it wasn't what I was hired to do. I was hired to be... Actually, initially, I was hired in pre-production to be just a, a production assistant. Then... I got put into the visual effects production assistant role for reasons. And then, uh, but the work I actually ended up doing was visual effects coordinator. Mm. And eventually I got them to give me that actual title. Right on. Actually the person I worked with who I really don't like, but she <laughs> got them to give me that title. And then later, the last two weeks of it, I actually got paid for that title. Wow. So <laughs> that was, for two weeks, that was awesome. Were you but, on set? Uh no, not no. The only day the only day I was on set for was at the very beginning of the movie. There's a funeral and they're coming out of a church, mm -hmm. and I went and helped that day because they needed a lot of PA's to wrangle old people on these very steep and narrow steps that they had uh, added to this church on Wilshire Boulevard. Oh so <laughs> and there was fake rain and everything. So yeah, yeah they just needed extra people. So I was there. Yeah, wow. but other than that, I I did step onto the house set mm -hmm. uh, a couple of times. That was at Raleigh Studios across from Paramount and that's we worked in Ra at Raleigh so I was able to go see it but I was not like a set PA or anything mm, nice. wow. yeah wow that's cool yeah do you want to hear yeah. the part that scared me well, yes, yes. <laughs> there's the part where um, I don't remember the character's name Lee Evans isn't he one of yes. the brothers right yes it's what uh, is it it's it's oh, him and Nathan Lane yeah I'm even gonna forget Ernie and Lars that's N Lars Lars yes. yeah uh, where he has to go back to the the string factory, yes. uh, to make some string just to make a little bit of money, right? And the machine catches all of his clothes. <laughs> yes. That scared me. That is pretty scary. because all the, it's a, it's the machines still, are going to eat him. The machines very, are eating his clothes. It's a funny physical comedy scene, but yeah, it is. I can see why that would scare you as yeah. kids. That was that was yeah, an you're anxiety like, yeah, it's going to eat him. Yeah, yeah. All the parts where they're flying through the air and like they should be dying. I, right. That was fun for me as a child. Yeah. But then when the machine's eating his clothes, that's where I was like, oh no no no. I yeah. get that i get it yeah um my my famous childhood uh feelings about this movie involve the fact that i i love this movie i watch it on vhs a lot 
uh, and my mom would antagonize me by calling it Mouse Hunt, Mouse House, rather. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I would get very angry. Like, no, it's Mouse Hunt. <laughs> I don't know why that you just know, incensed me. Mouse House actually makes a lot more sense for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. But. And Mouse Hunt, like, I can't tell you how many times I said that to people back in the day. And if you say it quickly, they go, what? Mouse what? Yeah. You're like, Hunt. Yeah. <laughs> H. So. Um. This is a, that Mouse Hunt holds up, though. It's a good movie. I'm really well, glad you think so. I, I think the, the mindset you have to go in is that it is a human cartoon. It, it is. is. It is. Yes. Also, yeah. In a lot of ways, I can see why you paired it with this minute, but I, it, it, to me, it scans a lot like a sort of more successful version of Dunstan Checks In, if I'm being <laughs> yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah. And that it, it, it's it's a version of Dunstan Checks In that makes a lot more interesting choices than Dunstan does. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, a string factory is like, that's such a, that's an interesting specific. Like, that was a good choice. Yeah, you don't um, see that in any other movie, right? Yeah. I also I have the epitome watching this movie that Jason Alexander is just the heterosexual version of Nathan Lane. Mm. <laughs> That's a really good movie. <laughs> yeah. To the point where they play the same uh, character and the producers. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, I hadn't thought of that before, but yeah. you, that is a very valid point. Um, and I'll you know I'll, I'm always 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 going to choose the gay version of things. So of course oh, yeah, that was no, great for me. I yeah, but I think Nathan Lane just I mean I I like Jason Alexander, but Nathan Lane is always preferable. He's a consummate performer. He is. He did get in two two digs at Disney in the film. In in Mouse, in Mouse, Hunt? Hunt. Mouse Hunt, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, well, I know, yes. At one point he said Akuna was... Matata. Yes, yeah. he did do that, that's uh, right. And then at another point, he's he when the, when he teams up with the mouse at the end, he's like, I know another company that uses a mouse as a mascot, and they're pretty yes. successful. Yes. <laughs> I was like, yes. that's interesting. That's fun. <laughs> there was a thing at the, in the ads for the movie before it came out, the teaser ads, it there was the like the Mickey head shape, oh. but then you would see it was the mouse holding two olives on toothpicks, <laughs> and so it was the little. I, I think it was adorable. Yeah, adorable. See, the, okay, so that's that for me is the other weird thing about this movie is that I, for me I'm rooting for the mouse. Oh sure. yeah, definitely. I feel, like, well, definitely. Sure, yeah. I feel so weird the doing that. Crappy, yeah, <laughs> the no, you're supposed to root for the mouse. It's like his house. It is his house. <laughs> yeah. Oh. The lost, <laughs> lost Larue. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it's his. But then at the same time, he's like, he's kind of scary. The mouse, yeah, he's, like, he can be, be a, he can be kind of cruel. He 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 seems to have a pattern of uh, when he knocks someone out, he gets them in a trunk in the attic. Yeah, but yeah. then he calls nine one one so that at least they get out of the house. Yeah, it just seems like he's pretty. He's a pretty talented mouse too. The things yeah. that he can do to people and just being one little mouse. I don't Permanently know. scarred Christopher Walken. That he mm. did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also think another thing about this movie is that the 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 brothers. What is it? Smuts, right? Smuts. Yes. Yeah. Smuts. Uh, they either have some combination of the worst luck ever. Yeah. Or. If you look at it a certain way, the best timing ever. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. They seem to always be right at the exact point where something is going to happen for them. They're very much Laurel and Hardy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's there's even an homage to them in the movie. So it's yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They, I was, I was gonna say that. it reminded me of Han Solo, and that they they fail every <laughs> luck roll, oh, wow. but it works out for them yeah. relatively okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a more yeah, modern reference. Yeah. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just always trying to take it back to Star Wars any way I can. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, yeah, I don't even know what else to say about Mouse Hunt. It's it's funny. The slapstick really works. I'm really I think glad because the two leads I, are, I, like really do well. I've become very accustomed to saying Mouse Hunt to people. Like, oh yeah, I worked on Mouse Hunt. And they're like, I don't, I don't know what that is. But yeah. then when I when I lived in England for a year, when I went to school over there. I would say it, and people would go, oh my God, I love that movie. And yeah. I realized it's because Lee Evans mm. is like huge over there. Like he's a comedian over there who sells out the O2 arena. Oh, like yeah. he is massive. So everybody went to see it because he was in it. Whereas here, everybody was like, who's Lee Evans? Yeah. Whatever. I, I looked I looked it up after because I thought, what happened to this guy? I'm like, this guy's really good in this movie. Yeah. He, he should have a long comedy career. And I found that. I was like, yeah. oh, he's he British. Did. He's very popular. Yeah, yeah he's doing there. fine. Yeah. He's yeah. just nowhere to be seen over here. He's like unofficially retired. Yeah, oh, wow. And yeah. he was like not even 40. He's yeah. just yeah. like, he's just I'm good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he wow. came out yeah. of it for like one Shakespeare production that was mm. a big deal. When I when I lived in England it was 2012 to 13 and somewhere in that time he had a special that was on BBC or whatever channel and yeah, so I got to actually watch wow. what he does which was cool. I met him once. He was a nice guy. Nice. Met him at the rap party, you know, mm-hmm. at Chasen's. The former <laughs> Chasen's, which was Shay Ernie in the movie. Oh, okay. Yes. So we yeah. had our rap party at That's Shea cool. Ernie. <laughs> that reminds me of another thing that I, I remember thinking during this movie. Not only is it like a human cartoon, mm-hmm. it also kind of is timeless in that it feels like it could take place in like the 70s. Yeah. But it's not yeah. old. Like it's it's modern in quotation marks, but yeah. it's it's not it, super modern. Yeah, it jumps. I was on another podcast where we talked specifically about this movie. And yeah, that was the thing that they brought up where it jumps all over the place in terms of the time period. But I think it kind of works because, yeah, it it isn't set in a particular time. Sometimes it looks sort of 40s or 50s, sometimes 70s, like you say, Mm. sometimes modern. And, yeah, so it's a bit odd. It's like pushing daisies where everyone drives 60s cars but it has cell phones. Yeah. (laughs) I I mean, they do – on, in Mouse Hunt, all the cars are, are older. Older, yeah. But they don't look old. They look like they're kind of new. Yes. Yeah. And then even there's the one scene where the um, their answering machine for their phone, that thing looks like it's. I I'm like I don't even know what kind of technology that is. <laughs> that's like a reel to reel that they're using as an answering right. machine. That's movie magic. Yeah. yeah. There. <laughs> also, the uh, Lee Evans, uh, Lars, and um, April's home that they they live in together is very very much feels like a like a old 50s movie like kitchen sink drama type yeah. set like it, yeah. I, I really like the look of that yes it was a it was a it's a good movie like strong that, choices everywhere. that's the thing I, I think, like yeah. to tell people though is about that April character is that she was very different in the original script and the oh. original cut of oh. the movie because if you notice there's two times I think that Lars or no, the different people come to the front door and knock and she answers. And one of the times she's dressed as a nurse. Yes. But she is not a very nursey person. She's horrible. Yeah. Uh, it, but in the original version of the movie, there were, I think, three times that people came to the door. And each time, one time she came dressed as a nurse, one time as a nun. Another time she had another outfit. And you, before she answered the door, you could hear her upstairs with her boyfriend Mm. who she took up with after uh, Lars left. And I kind of so, figured yes, it was something like that when always, she was in the nurse outfit. Yeah. yeah. But they just cut, that. they cut that guy out completely to the point that in visual effects, uh, there was a scene at the end of the movie where he was standing on the porch and we literally had to take him <laughs> off the porch. 
<laughs> and I felt so terrible about that whole idea. Like this, this poor guy had this being. awesome role. You know, he's in a number yeah. of scenes, just mm-hmm. being a big lunkhead. You know, but still, like what? literally, you know, he told his family, "Hey, I got this this just, feature," yeah. and then he's just not in it at all. Uh, Do you, can you say the name of the actor? Do you? I don't even okay. remember. <laughs> not anybody that that I knew who he was at the time or now. And yeah, that was Ryan Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> How wild would that be? <laughs> no, he was a child then. I was trying to pull any kind I mean, of name, and that's the one that came I mean, if it was somebody, yeah, that would be cool if it turned out it had been somebody, but yeah. I literally I don't remember. Because I feel like I hadn't read, I was doing a little reading into Mouse Hunt, and I was like, oh, I hadn't read about that at yeah. all. That's, yeah, You've got some, they you don't know. put that on IMDb. Yeah, <laughs> I should. I did put, when there used to be like message, you could do message board stuff God, on I IMDb. I IMDb message yeah, boards. I did put the stuff about, because somebody was asking about April, and it didn't seem right, so I explained what. What the original deal had been there? Yeah, I, I, that was, if anything, my only problem with the film is that she, she seemed to only be there to be kind of nagging and then a, a, like a gold digger. Yeah, which is all she was in the original script yeah. as well. She just had a couple funnier bits, but mm. I could have used this funnier yeah. bits. <laughs> yeah, the whole movie was a, a little bit more adult, just a smidge darker hmm. originally, and then they just made it a little more straight up family friendly. Yeah, which mm. I kind of was sad about. <laughs> it's like it was really good i mean yeah. it's fine now but it was really good before that so um and then i you know i was looking at your imdb credits oh i thank you and you, you <laughs> if we could take a moment to talk about what, somebody looked was uh it it looked like you you had done some work on a patrick stewart film yes it was a movie called safe house not the one with denzel washington mm. much much earlier you worked on the house series you did mouse mouse oh no it's yeah, house hunt it is you know, but i did work my with, mom got to you <laughs> i did <laughs> I did work with a lot of mice because I worked at Disney for a long time and then I did a month on Stuart Little oh. in visual effects before leaving that. So, uh, so yeah, I'm like, what is it with mice? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but then more recently I worked with the cat. So there you go. Mm. Um, well, that's how you get rid of working with mice. This is right. You move the cats. Uh, <laughs> obvious, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? The, the safe house. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, safe, safe house. Hunt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a, an independent movie that ended up becoming a Showtime original. Mm. It's out there. I think you can get it on DVD now. Um yeah, and yeah, Patrick Stewart. He was wonderful. I loved Patrick. Uh, he gave me a kiss on the cheek. I like wow. to tell that when, whenever I meet like a super Trekkie. Like <laughs> Patrick Stewart kissed me right there. And they're like, oh my God. And like, um, yeah, so he played like a former, uh, he worked in like, I don't know, the defense something, a spy kind of guy, whatever. And uh, it's been a long time. And uh, he's in the early stages of Alzheimer's. So it's kind of dealing with like, he's um. kind of paranoid about certain things. So his daughter and stuff is trying to be like, dad, you're just, mm, yeah. but but is there really something happening? So it was a, a horrendous, awful experience to work on that movie. Patrick was a delight. The actors wow. were all delights. I got to meet Hector Elizondo, which was great. Oh, that's awesome. um, I had him sign my laser disc jacket for uh, the taking of Pelham 123 and he was <laughs> thrilled that that's the movie I handed him and not Pretty Woman you know he, was, he wrote like a whole paragraph on it like oh to play a bad guy again I'm like I know you're so good uh, so that was a thrill but uh, everything else about that movie was horrendous wow yes wow. really truly truly awful <laughs> All right. I think I'm good on Mouse Hunt I, this is just a random I didn't know this was a Gore Verbinski movie. I don't necessarily yes, have anything it was to say his, other It than was that. his first feature. Mm-hmm. I didn't he, had, he was famous from doing the Budweiser Frogs commercial, ah. the big Super Bowl commercial. 
And uh, yeah, this was it was the second feature film from DreamWorks. I knew that. Yes. But, uh, yeah. And uh, yeah, so it was his very first feature. And then he went on to literally change my life with the first Pirates movie. Yeah. <laughs> so go figure. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you ever meet him? Or no? Well, on Mouse Hunt, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we had to work closely when the when the visual effects uh, producer left the project early. I then took over, and we had a ton of visual effects that weren't gonna come in on time. Mm-hmm. And so, unless we really got serious about it, so I pressed the big red panic button, <laughs> and then just internally, so the studio didn't know, but we all knew internally. And so then we, I, and the visual effects editor went once or twice every day and met Gore at whatever screening place we could because we were over by Paramount Studios and he was working on the scoring stage at Universal and so we would meet usually at Warner Brothers at a a screening room there and screen all the effects and so we could just knock everything out as fast as we could and uh, yeah and he was a really nice guy and he I have the poster from the movie that I had a, a few people sign and had him sign it, and he thanked me for taking the reins and bringing it in on time. I was like, yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah. That's really <laughs> I have that nicely framed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got, it's signed by four people, uh, three of whom are now Oscar winners. Oh, wow. One of whom has not yet won an Oscar, but I expect, he, he was the editor, and I expect that he will at some point, because mm. he's doing some really big stuff, but huh. yeah. So, right I got that going for me, <laughs> yeah. which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shall All we get back? Done some checks in. Oh, is that how we're going back to the minute yes. now? Yes. Okay. New thing. Here we are. Okay. <laughs> uh, Checking back into the minute. <laughs> so Lord Rutledge, uh, when, when Dunstan's dropping the spools down these steps, and the spools are what make me think of my son because of the spools of string and oh, everything yeah. in that. Yes, yeah, part yeah. of it. Yes, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, Lord Rutledge, he kind of trips or he's kind of jumping over them. Yeah. Kind of in the style that you would think of um, Jumpman in the classic video game Donkey Kong. <laughs> when when Jumpman has to jump over the barrels. As we, yeah, as we've established in a previous meta, when an ape is at the top of the stairs and an assailant is coming, they throw barrel-shaped things at, at him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've seen it. I think I tried to play it once. <laughs> uh, the, the one thing that I, I noted here, Lord Rutledge still has his cane with him which yeah. i thought was odd because it's it seems to be slowing him down or tripping him up well i think he's trying to use that to steady himself as the spools come at him but it's just not an effective strategy because the spools are also hitting the cane yeah, yeah. that's my interpretation i i also thought that this cane does represent a, a kind of a, a threatening item to dunston sure. yeah. so he could be using sure. this he's like i've got the cane you better come with it's me like yeah a can of nuts in a harry <laughs> potter with a dragon <laughs> You've what? lost me so nuts. hard. <laughs> I don't remember a can of nuts with Metal the dragon. Oh, like nuts and bolts nuts? Yeah. Okay. Why you okay. make a loud noise, scare the dragon? Oh, that's... All right. Are you talking Harry movie Potter, canon? Right? Yeah. I don't know. This is movie canon. Okay. It might have been a nod from Harry Potter. I was going to say, I, I don't it, remember that in Harry th- Potter, but that doesn't mean anything. I think it was in... It might have been in the books more. Yeah, it was like they beat the shit out of the dragon when it was a baby, and they shook the nuts every time they did it, so that would associate uh, that with pain Well, th- this is when Charlie so is trying to save the dragon, right? When it's a big old adult dragon, you mm. shake this can out of it, scare it. Was it right? Charlie's trying to save the dragon? I don't remember Harry Potter. The dragon's hiding I mean, apparently I remember castle. better than either of you. But. I'm just trying to remember which part, which dragon it is. I was it later, later on. So that's like in two or three, though, what, the one I'm thinking of. No, what I'm thinking of is in like uh, seven or eight. Are you sure it's not in Fantastic Breasts? 
Oh, it might have been in a Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. I've only seen the first one. I didn't that care That sounds for it. more like, yeah, well, I only saw The second saw, one's I, worse. I, I, kinda, I liked it. the first one generally, but yeah, I didn't go see the second one. I'm like, eh, it's same it's, thing. It's, <laughs> they just start making, they, I, they pretend things, in the second one, they start pretending things happened in the first one that didn't. Oh, I'm that's sitting there fun. like I believe that of this franchise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had seen, I went with my girlfriend. I had seen the first one. She hadn't. And we both came out equally confused because it was, she had read a Wikipedia thing and was like, oh, I think I'm on board. And she was like, wait, none of that made sense. And I was like, yeah, none of that made sense. Yeah. I, well, I got lucky. I, Casey, my girlfriend, she wanted to see it. And I was like, I'll go with you. Like, that'll make it tolerable. And then she looked at the runtime and she's like, nah, fuck this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, some things just aren't worth it, you yeah. know. <laughs> uh, so then Dunstan um, throws the pulley rope. Yes. Which which is kind of weighted on the end. Well, it's got a big ass metal hook on the end. Yeah, it's, a, it's yes. a full on yeah pulley with the this, hook. And I think that the the sound editing or the sound mixing here is doing a lot of work to make this <laughs> not as horrifying as it seems to be yeah. looking at it. Because mm-hmm. like when the metal hits the back of his skull, you hear a very soft thud yeah. in the movie. But in real life. You, like it would sound so painful that you would like throw up. Like, <laughs> yeah, you would have like the 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 wood block and then the and the metal hook and everything. Yeah, yeah right? that would be really painful because that's got some momentum on it when it swings yeah. back at him. I yeah. remember in the, the, it took me back. I, this was a memory from I want to say it was either eighth grade or ninth grade. I can't remember if it was junior high or high school. But for whatever reason, as a class, I don't know if it was PE or if it was like whatever we needed in the actual class didn't work, so we had to be outside. We we're playing uh, Red Rover. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, the teacher thought it was a good idea to do this on concrete. Mm. Oh, yeah. And so this kid, she gets knocked over, and you just hurt. I, I was at the complete opposite end of, like, the line, and it just, the sickening sound of her skull hitting uh, the concrete on the ground. It was just such a loud, like, clap, basically. Yeah. That's what we would hear in this yes. moment. <laughs> yes. And, we, and the, thank God they protect us <laughs> yeah. by... Putting were, in what is frankly a very unrealistic sound. Yes, they were looking out for us. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I think possibly using the sound, they're trying to imply that not the metal part, but the other part hit him. Even if even that, that yeah. sound would be really, really bad. Yeah, because then the metal would hit his back like that. His even there are quite back. A, yeah, there are quite even just the wood alone. Even if it didn't have the metal, there are a lot of sailors on tall ships who you know you get hit by that and it's not good. Yeah, that's a concussion. For sure. Oh, definitely. He, yeah. he does, and he does, when he dodges it, when it's thrown at him, he, he has a very smug look. Of course well, he does. I also want to talk about that dodge. Sure. I, I'm sorry that I went out of order talking uh, about no, the No, you're fine. <laughs> so the dodge there, I have mixed feelings about the dodge. And I'm, I'm, I'm criticizing his performance here. Sure. <laughs> he has what seems to me like, I think within the fiction of the film is like a fake laugh. Like it's a, it's a laugh meant to imply, hi, ha, I got you. He's not right. actually finding something funny. But it sounds too fake even for that. Mm. I'm not a fan of this laugh he does here. It just sounds stilted and weird, and I hate it. Yeah. I will say, though, he does a little shoulder move that I find very funny. <laughs> I think A-plus on the physical performance there, but you know, C-minus on the vocal performance. Yeah. Well, it's probably like the 40th take of that, because yeah. they had to get it all just right. You know, He's yeah. like, I'm so tired of this stupid laugh by now. <laughs> Uh, also, didn't Harry and or Marv also suffer the same kind of thing? <laughs> oh, yeah, I think so. Pretty sure. Like, it, I feel oh, like... Oh, yeah, this is this whole scene is very Home Alone-esque. Yeah, yes. But specifically, like, the swinging and it misses you and it hits you on 
the back of the head. Yeah, it was paint cans. It was paint cans. It's yeah. cla- I think what yes, happens it's classic. Is the paint can hits one of them, either Harry or Marv, and then the second one dodges <laughs> and then gets it from back. Okay. Sorry, I just saw the shoulder move there. Like he comes back over and then does the shoulder it's move. It's good, a little right? Bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so where am I at? Okay, so he just falls and is not knocked out. No, he, no. he takes, he's just, he. He's not even slowed down, really. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's knocked down, but other than that, he he's is one tough guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's knocked down, but he gets back up again. Yeah, he's never gonna keep him down. God damn it! <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so uh, he reaches out immediately for Dunstan, which Dunstan reacts by leaping mm-hmm. off of this kind of step area yeah. towards Kyle. Uh, and they both fall down the vent. Tackling Kyle into the vent, killing them both, I assume. <laughs> of course, instantly. Uh, now, that also made me think of Mass Hunt, except in reverse, uh-huh. when Ernie gets shot up the chimney yes. and out into the lake. Yeah. Just as ridiculous uh-huh. and unsurvivable. I would argue that Dunstan is more unsurvivable. <laughs> well, okay, so the, the, the interesting thing that I think, at least, is so in the last minute is where we saw Brian take this fall. Yeah. Brian was partially down. He was... He was halfway down already, he, yeah. And maybe halfway. We, we're not entirely sure how far down sure. he was. But he was he was far down a little bit, and then the rope gives, and he makes the fall yeah. into the laundry pile. Yeah. Where's Brian? They Brunston and Kyle land here. Brian's gone. Yeah. It's not even been 60 seconds. He's fucking dipped out quick. (laughs) Forget this, I'm out. (laughs) I don't know. To to me, that's so insane. Well, actually, okay, let's put it this way. Mm. So, Brian doesn't know about Dunstan at this point, right? Like, he didn't see him. As far as he knows, Kyle just dropped his ass. Yeah. And he's like, God damn it, Kyle. Uh Like, he might have stormed off pissed. Like, that that I can see Like, he's heading back up, maybe, to... Yeah, to yell at him, or he's going back to his room to play his video poker. Yeah. (laughs) Uh... Yeah, but so they they do land in the laundry pile, which softens the landing so they don't, don't die. We've established in previous minute by our estimation they're like at least eight floors up. Oh, probably yeah. ten to twenty. Like, yeah, this is. I yeah. guess I can't they're... say that this is not survival because they're like you know one in a million cases. Like I know there's like a sure, Ukrainian woman who sure. fell out of a plane with no parachute and lived. Mm-hmm. So like I guess this is survivable. But it's you don't you don't walk away from this with without even a limp. Well, I mean, and then they kind of they were coming down head first, and well, then when true. they fall that's... in, they're like sitting. They yes. like yeah. fall in. You can see them fall in a sitting. Yeah, that's true. But and there's so that certainly doesn't no even room make for them sense. to turn around. No, and yeah, probably they would have gone straight through it and hit the floor at the at their speed they should have been going after that long a drop. Yeah, because know? it is just those those big uh, things holding all the sheets are yeah, like made like of you canvas. See in every yeah. Movie. yeah, they just kind of. Um. I also like to imagine that fan fan theory. (laughs) Sure. You ready? Okay. (laughs) Always. This is how we justify how this happened. Mm. So what we didn't see, (laughs) but what happened within the film is that on the the last floor before hitting, before exiting and hitting the laundry basket, Mm -hmm. Dunstan grabbed onto a ledge. They pulled themselves through one of these convenient vent doors that we've seen throughout the film. They kind of studied themselves, and Kyle's just like, "Hey, that's that's fun. There's laundry below, below us. Let's just let's get down." And then they just <laughs> they jumped willingly. Okay. First okay. For the sure. Rest of the I I also just like imagining it <laughs> like this makes sense to me. I like imagining it like that scene in um what James Bond movie is that where the car is coming down an alleyway on two wheels and they put in a sound effect because they filmed it coming out on the wrong two wheels. 
They put in a sound effect like <laughs> in the alleyway where it's so only on it two like... wheels. It swapped wheels <laughs> because it didn't. Their shots were wrong. Yeah, they but they put match. in a sound effect to make it make sense. They should have put in a sound effect of Kyle going, "Now turn, Dunstan." Like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, that sounds that sounds like a Roger Moore. It's moment, definitely a Roger sure. Moore. Yes, yeah. I couldn't pinpoint which one it's on, but that sounds like a later era it, Roger Moore to me. Well, it, it might like be... sounds like an octopus. It sounds like a view to a kill, maybe. I, I think it's the one uh, where he's Could fighting Scaramanga. A, What's Golden Gun? The man with the Golden Gun. Yeah. Interesting. I think yeah, it might yeah, be that one. I can one. believe that. Yeah. I don't uh, like the James Bond movies. I don't. Oh. I've never. I think I've seen one of them, maybe. That's fair. which. Which one do you? Oh, it was one of the Roger Moore okay. ones. I, I have just no interest. <laughs> mm. I know I'm terrible. Uh, all right, so they they fall. Where am I at? Oh, so the the long fall that they make, they're both screaming the entire way. We do not get yes. reaction shots like we did when Brian when uh, Brian, Brian fell. Yeah. Also. No one, no one comes into the laundry room to investigate any of this. Yeah, no. after, after the brother fell, hey, they're in busy. There. They're yeah. busy. They got things to do. <laughs> not laundry, apparently. <laughs> no, no, it's um, not but, time for that. But then we we get a, a shot of as they're falling. What we see, Lord Rutledge, he reacts to them. They've gone down. Does he say bollocks? I or, don't think he does. See, he, I think he says some word that starts with the letter B, and it's either bollocks. Bother. Now you say bollocks weird to me. Bollocks? Bollocks. <laughs> it's bollocks. He either says bollocks, bother, or bottom. Oh, you... Bottom. <laughs> That's the funniest option. He was just thinking of, uh, he's a big Rick, uh, Mile, I think is his last name. Big Rick Mile fan. I don't know who that is. He was a British comedian. He was on the TV show The Young Ones. Right. And after that, he was on a TV show called Bottom. Uh, okay. There you are. Yeah. <laughs> that must be it. Yeah. Uh, you know, bollocks gets used a lot, even though it's technically a bad word. Mm-hmm. It gets used a, a lot in England. Yeah, it gets used a lot in America. I had a boss at Disney. Um, our manager said it all the time until one of my coworkers said to her, "You know, he was British," and he said, "You know what that means, right?" And he told her, and she was like, oh, "And she never said she was she was very conservative, and yeah, she never said it again. She was scandalized that she never said it." Does it, it mean so. what we think it means? I, I, yeah. Okay. Yeah. False. So yeah. I want to make sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. So there's no reaction shots. Oh, and, and then once they hit the bottom, Kyle. Wait, can I ask you a question about British swear since you lived there for a month? <laughs> sure. I can't guarantee I know the answer, but possibly. There's a moment on the television show Lost. Oh, my uh, okay. God. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't watch it. Where uh, Charlie and Liam, these uh-huh. are the, I would say, of Gallagher brother knockoff characters. They are two northern british brothers who are in a band together okay. uh, one of them is on the island the other one is not but in a flashback they're in a church liam says the word bloody charlie says don't swear in church what i'm wondering is uh, w- is bloody uh, how well, how I bad mean, of a swear word is that considered in it's, england i mean i it's it's some people don't like it yeah uh to us in america it's quite innocuous yeah uh but it's usually followed it's usually like bloody hell bloody whatever mm-hmm. so but yeah, I think it. I think it's kind of the equivalent of the F word for us because oh, we knew. I mean, just in the way it's used. Oh, in the way it's used. Because where we would say, I don't. Am I allowed to curse on your show? Yeah, People so ask me that on my show all the yeah. time, and I'm always like, of course. But you know, it's polite to us. Yeah. So it would be like saying fucking hell. You say bloody hell. So I think it has that same essence to it. Interesting. I think. 
That's kind of how I've always taken it. Hmm. But it's very common. But then so's fuck over and here. We say, so we say fuck a lot. Yeah, yeah. I say it all the time. Yeah. Just you I, know, I, 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 I just ask before I'm I say not, it on I'm somebody not, else's show. I'm not trying to brag or anything, but I say fuck all the time. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I said fuck a few times this morning before work. Even. I don't think that's true. I don't think I actually did. <laughs> Yeah, I'd I don't be think I. Before work, I didn't see anyone. <laughs> you talk to yourself, like every character in a movie. I do talk to Nike oh, I, in the morning, actually. Every, I talk, every, yeah, I talk to myself all the time. I every, every any time I leave the house, before I do, I turn to Nucky. Before I leave that door right there, I turn to Nucky. I say, "I love you, and I will see you soon." And that's a I true fact. I say about very me. similar things to my cat. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, love you. I'll be back around this time. So, to, you know. Sometimes I also say, "You're my best friend, and I would die for you." <laughs> I, I, some, I do sometimes add that in. I don't say that on the way out, but when we're, you know, hanging out, I do tell my cat, you're my number one. Yeah, I, I uh-huh. love you more than anyone else on this planet. You're, I'm going to think of you first, yeah. no matter what. So we, My family has a, a funny thing that we do uh, with our dog, where if, if one of us takes her for a walk and we come back, we will ask her, oh, did you have a good walk? Of course. But then someone else has to respond and say what happened on the walk sure. yeah. that, is, that is like a weird communication style yeah. where it's like or the dinner will be like did you have your dinner and someone else will respond and say yes she ate like it's, yeah. like, it's just like a you know sometimes you have to talk for the dog of well, course like, you know when, when, when someone has an interpreter it is, it is polite to still talk to the person not talk to the interpreter yeah, so, very good yeah. Point. I mean, that's what we do yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, so Dunstan and Kyle are in the laundry basket. God, we aren't done with this minute Kyle yet. Says, <laughs> Kyle says, Kyle says, whoa. Dunstan. I like this read on whoa because he seems stunned and out of it, and that is fitting for this moment, <laughs> I feel. I mean, this is also his first physical interaction with Dunstan. This is correct. Well, they uh, kissed earlier. Okay, his his first knowing physical interaction <laughs> with Dunstan. Yeah. He was very shocked by the kiss. They also shook hands earlier. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Well, I don't know what the hell I'm saying. Yeah. I'm, tr- I'm trying to say that he, everyone was telling him this creature did not exist. Yeah. And now he's had a very uh, They're uh, in it together physical interaction. Yeah. So that's like together. a double whoa then of a, yeah. we just yeah. fell down this laundry chute. That was crazy. And you're real. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Is it, How's this helicopter doing? Great. My private helicopter that's landing on your roof right yeah, now. You're, you're right. It's here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to see if I can pick that up real quick. Pick up some helicopters. Good. You, Love it. You, helicopters never, you never know are, we're going to need some helicopters. Helicopters but. are the best yeah. while podcasting. <laughs> just, you know what I love is living near an Air Force base. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's great. My favorite I live near a listening. small airport, so yeah. I understand. It's uh, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's it's all fantastic. the all the traffic helicopters yeah. like to go out of oh. our airport. So yeah, oh, that's fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Dunstan like leads Kyle now on a journey. Yes. He's, he's, you know, he kind of takes his hand, they hop out of the, the bin and go. They also, it cuts away from what, it, it, we, we've talked about before, how it might be interesting to actually see these moments of cutting away. It cuts through them apparently having to sneak through the hotel. Yes. Because you can't just walk around with an orangutan. No, not normally. No. Well, I mean. <laughs> Only at select events. They go from <laughs> the laundry room to what I have written here as, uh, a, I Seriously, I'll call it a boiler room. Yeah. But I, I described it as Freddy's zone. If, if you've seen the Nightmare on Elm Street films, this is... It is. The you boiler room, right. this is... I yes. didn't know what the hell you meant when you said Freddy's zone. No, I you knew just it's said a, Nightmare on Elm Street. Because you like, just oh, said yeah. boiler room, so yeah, that's totally this Freddy's realm. Freddy... 
lived? Question mark. When his home was burnt down because he was either a pedophile or not, depending on which canon you're in. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think in both canons he's a pedophile. I think in one it's only rumored, and one it's like definitely. Confused. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he. I. I think in the other because it's the one in in the new canon. Yeah. He is definitely, definitely a is. Well, in the new canon, but also there's multiple canons within the original run of films. You, yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I think if you if you go to the last film, <laughs> they all all the canons blend together. Yeah. <laughs> in a way that it, yeah, parts don't agree with each other. Right. And yeah. yet you have to accept all of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's it's Nightmare on Elm Street. I mean, uh, you know, are we gonna argue about it really? And, you know, I'll roll with it. I'll roll with it. Uh, but he. Uh, this this is where I guess Dunstan is hiding out the yeah. the yeah. boiler room because the first I thing said, that like, we they go into the boiler room and then Dunstan like leads him like there's this it sort of feels like tone like they're trying to suggest that he's going to an even like a, a secluded part of the boiler room mm. it's not it it's would, just the corner of the room well because it, it, it's, like it's upstairs so it would probably literally be like the door into the boiler room that you would then go <laughs> yeah. down the stairs so it's pro- yeah, yeah. stairs are there for a reason and the door looks there like is a it's door, open yeah, right next to it looks yeah. like it's open even so i don't know this quite how like that works not but a secluded space no, no. But I will say when when must they must be the back door. Yes. <laughs> when, when they first get into this room, I I think the fan is so loud. There's like a loud fan, and you see the shadow of it. Yeah. That to me is what really made me think of a Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is whenever they do the dream. It always starts with that loud fan. Uh, yeah. I'll, you know, I'll compare it to another thing to The Shining, the book. Mm. As we know from The Shining, the book, you gotta check that boiler frequently, or your hotel will explode. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it does appear that, I mean, Dunstan, how long is he, can we even guess how long he's been missing, quote unquote? God, one day maximum. Well, I mean, like 12 <laughs> hours, right? Yeah. Because it was like 11 p.m. was when the robbery was, yes. or at least when the cops came. Yeah. So then he was gone all through the night. This is like the next morning. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. Kyle woke up, <laughs> he dragged Brian down, or up, he yeah. dragged Brian up to the top of that vent. And then now they're now they've discovered Dunstan again. Yes. And now he's taking Kyle to and his little lair. He's got like yeah. a little nest here, sort of. Yeah. All, I, Dunst- I presume all the things that we're shown are things that we have seen lost previously. <laughs> <Cheryl. laughs> so some of there's them are. a camera and, 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 in the film's defense. I kind of knew that. Was, I figured that's going to be the answer. Two things. There's some videotape and there's a camera. Yeah. I presume were those okay. Yeah. That's what Kyle's looking there's for. There's a necklace that at first glance looks like an Avengers logo, but is not. I I believe you're you're describing a, it's the a medallion the, of some sort. The logo for the Majestic Hotel. Ah, I okay. believe these are name badges. Well, it's a great big gold thing, though. Yeah, they're huge. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, okay because it's just a. Big, it looks like a big gold medallion, like, mm-hmm. and then a roll of toilet paper still with the with the sticker on there's it. Because that's how that's also. how you know it's a fancy hotel when it has a sticker on yes. the toilet paper roll. Yeah, and it has like the Hallmark sticker. On yeah, it. yeah. There's yeah. also a um, a towel. Dunson has that? presumably shaken out the imprinted Majestic Hotel logo oh that they put God. on all their Why towels. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> <laughs> that's not what that is. <laughs> It's uh, a nice gold pillow he can sit against there. The, the, a broom? I, a broom that seems, frankly, Dunstan-sized. Yeah, yeah sized. you're a good point. <laughs> I, I would also say the gold chocolate coins. That was a yes. thing we did see Dunstan enjoyed earlier. Okay. And now it seems like he's eating them. Yeah. He's figured out you get inside and you get the chocolate. Yeah. Well, he's a smart ape, you know. Yeah. He did, well, sometimes he is and sometimes he ain't. <laughs> we talk, yeah, we talked about Dunstan's intelligence. <laughs> it waxes and wanes. I, I would describe it as para-human intelligence. <laughs> sure. <I see. laughs> 
Um, in the last moment of this minute, after we see all of uh, Dunstan's treasure pile, we do we do get a quick glimpse of Kyle is picking up the um, uh, the Majestic Hotel name badge, that okay. giant gold thing. That's in the last couple of seconds. I've yeah. got to watch more carefully here because I didn't. Uh... It seems like he's investigating it before honing like in we make on... a real point of they make a real point of showing it to us yes and we do see i mean the the oh he does look yeah. at that see doesn't it look like the avengers I, I logo can for sure see that yeah yeah <laughs> uh, we could have a crossover happening here that no one realized you know it's yeah. part of the mcu and yeah. we didn't know it well and our last minute was paired with uh captain america the Winter well Soldier. then i'm just gonna say i think we're on to something and here the previous minute was paired with guardians of the galaxy perfect people are getting some mcu vibes i uh yeah um, but yeah, so we do see though, as as you said, the video camera, it, it is broken, and the tape has all been ripped out of it. Yeah. Um, but Kyle doesn't seem to care about that as much as that uh, that little name badge. I think right. that's a little yeah. funny. But yeah. He, he goes right to that. He's like, "Wow." He seems very out of it in this moment. Yeah. I mean, he's being led around by he's, a monkey. He's yeah. he's he doesn't perhaps, know what life is anymore. Perhaps he yeah. had his head a little bit on the edge of the laundry thing. He's got a little concussion, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looks kind of like he does. <laughs> he does a dazed. Frankly, he looks high. <laughs> I, I, had a concuss- I had a really bad concussion once, and like, I probably looked a bit like that. Like, like, oh, what's uh-huh. happening? Honestly, like his pupils are dilated. Like, yeah. This kid looks high. <laughs> uh, but well, then- you know, child actors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's a chief in it on set. Oh. Uh, but Dunstan does hand back the broken video ca- camcorder. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and the last thing we hear in the minute is Dunstan kind of going, her? Yeah. Yes. Like it's her? a very a Tim Allen noise. A very Tim <laughs> Allen noise. Well, I mean, isn't Tim Allen supposed to be imitating like apes? Isn't that his yes. whole noise joke? Is it? Yes. When he when he did the, back the very first time I ever saw him, which was before he was any kind of big name. Did he have a mustache? Uh, I don't believe so. No, I don't recall a mustache, but it was quite a long time ago. Uh, it, he was uh, performing in a comedy club that was basically it was a large uh, ballroom at one of the hotels near Disneyland mm. which is the Hyatt Alicante Hotel which is something else now but um, yeah that was he, he really did a lot of the ooh, ooh, ooh thing and yeah it's very much a male oh, gorilla orangutan sort of sound yes I interpreted it as a dog previously no, no. wow yeah. Yeah. wow you're saying that's not a yes, dog yes that part well, very you're much making sounds it like more that dog. <laughs> that's what it sounds like that was yeah. a pitch perfect impression <laughs> <laughs> it's <was> pretty good <laughs> Thank we, you. They, we will be calling you for Toy Story 5 Thank you. <laughs> to dub in Tim Allen's lines we need to finally just end him he's only, yeah. he's only going to do dog <laughs> he was yeah. so he was I'm just kidding, he was so good at that show that, that I said like I, I couldn't breathe I was laughing so hard because it really reminded me so much of my dad you know mm. but yeah nowadays we, he just needs to stop and go away yeah 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 he's a nap he yeah you put dogs down tim uh, allen makes yeah, dog noises yeah, there you go. Uh, one to two it's time, dog. it's time for him to stop one way or another, yeah, I guess. And what a fitting way to end this minute. <laughs> On that happy note. Uh, any, anything else that We're not advocating the assassination of Tim Allen. We'd, for, we the le- 
for the legal record. Yeah. <laughs> for the legal record, we also previously never did advocate the assassination of Colin Trevorrow. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I, I'm pretty sure I have called for the mass execution of, of the wealthy in this country on this podcast before. I, I mean, I have to assume Tim Allen is included in, in that. In a general sense. When the, when the guillotine yes. comes back, he's, yes. he's going to be. He'll be one of them, yeah. He's not first in line, but he'll be, he's in line for sure. Yes, when, mm. we, when we sweep through Malibu. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, oh, let's let's not forget let's our next forget. our next minute minute forty one. Oh, sure. So Cheryl, thank you for being a part of Guestapalooza. You were well, the, the final the, guest the on Guestapalooza. Yeah. I'm thrilled. Yeah. I'm thrilled that was such a Close an honored out. position. So our, our next episode, uh, we we're going back to our old style where we alternate between Emily and I choosing mm-hmm. what is paired with the minute. Emily, you've got that next pick. Uh, this is a total surprise to me. That's correct. What are you pairing this. with Minute 41? I'm going to answer your question with a question oh. and say to you, welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> We're in the zone. <laughs> We're doing this. <laughs> Ooh, I love it. Yeah. Uh, very good. Cheryl, where can we find you online or, or anywhere like that? Uh, you can find me. Uh, you can find my show, Movies Made Me, at mmmpodcast.com, uh, on all your favorite podcast apps, and uh, Facebook and Twitter at Movies Made Me Pod, Instagram at Movies Made Me. I also co host It's On My List podcast with hey. Andrew. I listen to that show. It's good, except uh, there's like this one little, like, whiny little piss boy it sounded, it sounded like he had blonde hair beard maybe I, don't know, I just got that vibes I don't know I'll edit him out the next time I, I, I'll, I'll figure out who that is yeah he can and go and that's it that's at what it, at it's on my list pod uh, everywhere and it's on my list pod dot com mm-hmm. and also all your favorite podcast apps you didn't even do the song it's because you kiss your kiss is on my list Every time I say it's on my list, that's what Emily does. <laughs> Understandable. Thank but, you. But regrettable. <laughs> I'm gonna, that's the pull quote. I want to add that to our album, our logo. <laughs> that's pretty good for the show. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on other podcasts like It's On My List and also like it's Nothing it's New, it's a it's remake podcast, uh, which I host with Justin Cuse on. Every month we talk about different remakes. Go check it out. BenViewNetwork.com slash Nothing New. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Podcaster Andrew. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and Twitch at Very Cool Emily. I stream at random times, so you know, God knows. Good <laughs> luck. I'll tell you, I am one one Twitch follower away from the point where I could uh, make affiliate status. So wow. if anyone wants to follow me on Twitch, I'm not, I'm not on Twitch yet. Um, Maybe I should go. I would theoretically be able to make money, but I guarantee you, I wouldn't. <laughs> um, what else do I do? What else do I say? Well, you have a new podcast. Go, go, Godzilla is the name of that new podcast. Uh, it releases monthly. Uh, I, I'll, our first episode was supposed to be up by now, but then I crashed my car and got busy doing uh. shit with that. Uh, so it's not up yet, but it will be soon. Actually, by the time they're listening, probably by this, the time it probably, probably will be up. Um, but that, that's fun. I do that with Justin Kizan, who you may remember from the other plug a second ago on Nothing <laughs> New, and uh, Vic Perfecto. Um, so check that out. Go, go, Godzilla. It's called. It's it's on Ben View. You know, whatever. Uh, um, rate and review us on Apple, Apple Podcasts. Podcasts give us five stars and in the body of your text I want you to I want you to tell us where and you don't have to say where you live like you don't have to say your town but just tell us uh, the best place to get a sandwich in your town mm. <laughs> don't talk about the show just five stars mm. and then tell us where's the best place to get a sandwich in your town 
That's good. I like that we're making like a travel yeah. Uh, yeah. A compendium with I'll our tell you reviews. From, from my house, it's Joe's Deli. Hmm. I'm trying to think of where. Yeah, I honestly don't. I, I, I mean, I'd probably just go to Jersey Mike's or something, but, you know. Sure. There's not really like, I don't know, a good I mean, actual sandwich. Actually, you know what? Ruta Bagors has a nice melted cheese sandwich. Like quite a lot of grilled cheese and melted cheese, and it's really good. Yes. Oh, I don't have an answer. I I'll, need you to answer. I'll, I'm filibustering this podcast. Uh, <laughs> and I know you have somewhere to be, so this is on you. Uh, but, um, what's that place that I really like and I never remember the name of? Cafe Time? Cafe what? Ca- it's, it's something cafe. like that. It's like a parody of Cafe, huh? The famous '60s designer, the one that's at, at, the, at the block. What? Yes. Yeah. It's ba- you said corner what? Bakery. Like you were confused. <laughs> Cor- corner Bakery is what it's corner called. Corner Bakery Cafe. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I like you the think it's there. called Cafe What, which is another restaurant at the block. Yeah. <laughs> corner Bakery is all over the place. But that is just I a love- chain. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's one near I'm me. Gonna, I'll connect you with my 79 year old dad who loves Corner Bakery. I love Corner Can Bakery. I tell you I I was giving Andrew so much shit for how much he loves Corner Bakery. We were going to see a movie at the block. He's like, you want to go to Corner Bakery? And I was, up till that point, I was making fun of him. And then, like, halfway through the meal, I'm like, you know what? This is a really good meal for, like, a really good price. I can't, I can't fault you. Like, Corner Bakery is good. It's fine. It's passable. Perhaps I've been too many times with my 79-year-old <laughs> sure. father. So, I mean, yeah. I will get burnt out if I go too many times with yeah. Andrew. Yeah. I am, like, a 79-year-old father. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what makes Corner Bakery so worth it to me is you get that, you get that, uh, the soup, two, the, yeah. the, the salad and the half sandwich. It's like yes. ten bucks. You get a salad yes. and a half a sandwich, which really, like, I, I could eat that half sandwich alone. You can and it would do this. Like a nice you lunch. can do the same thing at Panera, size. and I think they have a better sandwich. There's one over there I like a lot oh, better than. For some than reason, I'm against Panera, bakery. and I don't remember why. Huh? I'm just gonna keep being against. Oh, Panera. I, I, that's I, I do. Fine. T- Panera does a nice tuna sandwich that I enjoy quite a bit. Mm. I had never had a tuna sandwich before. I tried a Panera. Yes. I was like, this is great. They're, Why have I been denying myself? Their bacon turkey Bravo is really good. Oh, I've had that one. It is I don't good. even have to hold the sauce. The sauce I, is good. I had that one. I'll tell you a great tragedy in my life. I bought oh one of those. Gosh. ate half of it, saved half for later, left it at my girlfriend's place. <gasps> she got the other half. Oh no! Wow. Terrible. Wow. I guess it's not a great tragedy. Like I'm happy that my girlfriend it's got a, to eat it. It's a minor tragedy though. You can also find us on Twitter at Majestic Hotel and Y on Instagram at Dunstan Checks Min email us Dunstan Checks Min at gmail.com it's probably Dunstan Checks Minute at gmail.com <laughs> because we've also patreon.com slash Dunstan Checks Minute no, no you fucking asshole yeah. we have said the Patreon wrong on every episode that's because fine. you specifically told me it was patreon.com slash Dunstan and that's not it it's patreon.com slash Dunstan Checks Min not Minutes alright <laughs> <laughs> well someone will find it somehow can I, can I, I say something on, on the podcast yes I mean, I'm, I'm sorry I called you a fucking asshole just then <laughs> I felt bad. That's very nice of I you to apologize. That's you very nice of you. Call me a piss boy. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a bit. <laughs> okay, okay, it was a bit. You know, what? Right. you know what? You know what? The more I think about it, I'm sorry I called you a piss boy. Thank you. <laughs> oh my god. It was very nice to, very heartwarming to be here for that. Uh, well, thank you, Cheryl. Thank you. Uh, and thanks everyone who listens. I guess. <laughs> thank you, Nucky. Yeah, for being and cute. Until Nucky next week, is cute. We're checking out. <laughs> to all who come to this happy podcast, welcome. And amusings are your musings. Here, age relives fond memories of the past. And here, you.
youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. Hi, I'm David. And I'm Kayla. And if it wasn't readily apparent from that, we're huge nerds about Disney. That's why we're doing the Animusings podcast. Once a month, we'll sit down and talk about a film in detail from the Walt Disney Animation Studios filmography, covering them in chronological order, from Snow White to Moana and beyond. To Moana and beyond! Sweetie, we're not doing Pixar yet. We'll do that after. And that's going to be a long time coming. Anyway, if that sounds up your alley, come join Kayla and I, and maybe a guest or two, as we explore the Disney animated canon, film by film. With the hope that it'll be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Ooh, nicely said. Don't thank me. Thank Walt. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.